Chris, Jack, and Matt present the PAB, the podcast after the broadcast. Enjoy a condensed version of the show from Kissing Country 103.9. Mike Shelton, that every time I hear your, well, hear that song, that's it. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Jack will be back tomorrow, we promise, at 610. Hope you're having a good start to your day. It's already Wednesday, a great weekend of weather. If you like, the heat is coming up. 24 today with a slight chance of a shower later on. We'll wait and see. A little bit of rain yesterday. It's not the worst thing in the world, kind of just to to cool things off and get that moisture before we get the temperatures of 30, which are coming. Uh, A little bit of haze in the sky, too, because of those fires in B.C. as well. All right. Kind of saw this last night and went, what? For the first time in 27 years, this voice will be different. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Yes, Steve Whitmore. That was Whitmore. That's it. The voice of uh, Kermit the Frog for the past 27 years. He actually took over after uh, creator Jim Henson uh, died, and he was basically identical to uh, to Jim Henson's version of Kermit the Frog, so nobody really noticed. But, ladies and gentlemen, he's decided to call it a career. He's what, what was he retiring? He, yeah. He's, what, what would you call that when a frog kind of... I don't know, like, you know. He's also the big lily pad in the sky? Exactly. That kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. He's hung, hanging up his skate, so to speak. And so, uh, uh, apparently they've uh, found another one, but the challenge is they say even the slightest, slightest. You can tell. Var- variation. And, and, you know, I thought I could do a decent Kermit the Frog. I can't do very good impressions. Mm. You know, I'm not a great, Im- every one of my impressions turns out to sound like a Ukrainian for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. You, and that? you have two, two impressions and they're yeah. both not very good. You yeah, do, I do, you're Bert. I do Ernie. 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 I do Ernie. Hebert, Hebert, Hebert. You can only say one line. Hebert, Hebert. Two words. Yeah, that's my problem. And then Kermit. And hey ho, Kermit the Frog here. And that's the same problem. Very Ernie-ish. Yeah, that <laughs> it sounds like if, if Ernie was a Ukrainian, he would sound like that. Yeah. You do a way better Kermit. You probably could have done this, Kermit. I don't do a good Kermit. No, do your Kermit. Hey there, Kermit the Frog here. See, that's better than my Kermit. I don't know. I think you got me in the Kermit. Hey, you Kermit the Frog here. But again, that's my problem. I can only say that one line from those two people. So, But I still think that with, with some training, I could have done it. Um, do you think? I don't know. I don't I think, think so. so. No. <laughs> I just anyway, what a, what an opportunity! Somebody's going to do that. So here's the question we're wondering this morning, and we're going to do uh, like YEG's Got Talent in next hour. This kind of gets us warmed up for that. Gold Cup is coming to Castro Raceway. Is there a, an impression of of uh, somebody, anybody, whether it's a cartoon character? I mean, maybe you can do Bart Simpson. I could do Marge, I remember. Homer! No, see. Oh, that's a, like a super yeah. manly Marge. Homer! Yeah, see, I can't really do that either. I bet you you're better. Give us your impression now at 780-421-1039. We're going to randomly give somebody a pair of tickets to Castle Raceway's Gold Cup on July 21st. Your best impression is who? I, I guess I do a good old prospector. Yeah. Ooh, there's a storm brewing. Yeah, that's well, I'd be more worried about coyotes if I was you. <laughs> Oh, you just take the old goat trail, you follow old Gus's lamp. <laughs> All right. Uh, you don't have to be as good as Matt. I know you're better than me. 780-421-1039. Give us your best impression. And maybe you do a good Kermit the Frog. Cause I, oh, not... you, Kermits are coming. I bet you somebody's got a mean Donald Duck. Yeah. That's always a go-to. I thought you were going to say Donald Trump. Uh, there's some of those, too. Ooh, that'd be a good one. All right. Very so, topical. 780-421-1039. Give us your impression this morning for your chance to win and, well... 
most importantly, just let us have some fun. Turn it up. Chris, Jack, and Matt. With Action Furnace, home of the fixed right or it's free guarantee. On Kissing Country 103.9. The voice of Kermit the Frog is going to be replaced for the first time in 21 years. As Matt says, he's going to the lily pad in the sky. He's done. And so they've replaced uh, the voice of Kermit, which uh, upset me because I kind of felt like that would have been a good job for me. Although all I could have said is, hi, ho, hey, ho, Kermit the Frog here the whole day because that's all I really could say. If there was a movie, it wouldn't have been much of a movie no, for old Kermit. No, it wouldn't have been that good at all. But we're looking for your similar impressions this morning at 780-421-1039. How about uh, Jar Jar Binks from uh, Star Wars? Oh, yeah, go ahead, buddy. Meet us. here. <laughs> you know, Rodney, it wasn't half bad. Rodney, you nailed it, my friend. Thank you for calling, all right? Okay. Kissing, you got an impression for us? Oh, it's a little golem. Now, is this like a golem or Sylvester the cat? It's so hard to tell. Okay, it's golem. Because, you know, Sylvester, you go, how would Sylvester talk? Tougher and fuck a patch. He's <laughs> a golem doing a Sylvester impression. We're going super meta right now. <laughs> so that's your golem. Give us my, my ring, precious. That's pretty good. Yeah. I gotta say, yeah, 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 you're nailing it. You're nailing it. What, what, what's your name? My name's Mike. I love when all of a sudden then the regular voice comes in. It's just like, hey, it's Mike here. Hey, by the way, it's Mike. I'm a pipe fitter. Yeah. <laughs> the morning show. The morning show. The morning show. The morning show. Chris, Jack, and Matt on Kissing Country 103.9. Uh, how many? This like one guy does like most of the voices on Simpsons, isn't it? It's like unbelievable. And he's handsome. Yeah. Hank Azaria. Yeah. Crazy. He does like all of them. And you know the only person who only does one voice on that show that huh. made any sense? Yeah. Yearly Smith, the lady who does Lisa Simpson, only does one voice, and she's the only one on the show. Otherwise, they do multiple, multiple voices. And, yeah. Man, yeah, once you do the voice, and it's your voice, it's uh, kind of pretty important. Like, you kind of get locked into that job. <laughs> so there you go. It's uh, the way she goes. It's uh, 640. Uh, yeah, we're talking uh, this morning about anti-bucket list things. Now, there's things we always kind of dream, I guess, of, of putting on our list, you know, uh, things you want to do before you're days on earth are through and uh i mentioned that mine I, I don't know if it was a dream of mine but it became something that i was kind of forced to do and that was uh do the bungee jumping at west edmonton mall and i'm not scared of heights not scared of any of that stuff but i did not realize how horrific that experience would be for me they tell you when you bungee jump you have to jump out like jump out i'm doing this you gotta get some air you gotta jump out like just just jump out right well, when I finally had my chance to go, I was like on the platform, down on my hands and knees, Terrified. with my hands, with my hands, like in prey position. I was in prey position, and I just fell off there, just like a rock. And it was just, it was for a fundraising thing that we did years and years ago. And I'm like, okay, well, I got that off my bucket list, and I would never want to do that again. What was the thought on the way down? We're like, this is awful. You know what? By the time I jumped, I was okay. Like it was the falling didn't didn't uh, didn't disturb me. It was the absolute just just. There was nothing in my brain that told me I should jump off that platform. Well, you know, nothing. a lot of people, yeah, that's, not, that's a good response to have. I guess. It seems like normal to me. But anyway, but, you know, I know Jack has done it. She loved it. Did she love it or was she, she scared it. of it? She hates it, too. We, we kind of were talking about this, and yeah, hers would be bungee jumping for sure, too. Okay. All right. What about you? What is that one thing? I mean, you're younger, so was there anything that you kind of thought you wanted to do, and uh, then you did it? And I love rock climbing. Yeah. And then... We finally decided to go real rock climbing out in the mountains, like yeah. actual rock rock. Right. And, you know, it's only you and your friends out there, and there's not the safety of, like, the gym 
atmosphere. Like yeah. Atmosphere. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I no, decided. it's real. It's real. Yeah. It's like super real. And then I got halfway up the mountain. I was like, nope, this ain't for me. Really? <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah, and I just shut her down. So what'd you do? You just went back Hung down. out near everybody's lunches. Ah, okay. And roller coasters. I wouldn't do roller coasters again. The last time I was on a roller coaster was in the Mind Bender, and I came off it. My neck was so tense. Really? It was sore for like five days after. Oh my gosh, roller coasters are awesome. All right, well, again, it's just different people, different things. Scuba diving, I did that and had a bad experience too, and I'm not, I haven't been a fren of it ever since. 780-421-1039. What is the one thing you had on your bucket list that you did, and now you wish you didn't? We'd love to hear from you this morning. Chris, Jack, and Matt. Powered by Action Furnace. Home of the fixed right or it's free guarantee. On Kissing Country 103.9. So we're talking about uh, bucket list stuff and things that you wish you wouldn't have put on your list. For the you, anti-bucket for list. You it was, yeah, for you it was rock climbing. For me it was a bungee jumping. And uh, we got a text from somebody saying for them it was quadding. Girls are always like, oh, this will be so much fun being drenched by the bank of the river, holding on for dear life, being dragged up and down hills, my arms and neck sore after being covered with mud and water. Uh, not for me. Not my idea of a fun. Men, you're not cool or gaining points by doing this. So there you go. That's according to one lady. Not a big fan of the quad. More likely to stay at the cabin, have yeah. a cold beer, and judge everybody. Makes sense. Complete sense. So uh, we were talking about somebody who said they went skydiving and uh, turned out to not be anything that they actually would like. There's others, on the other hand, that say it's the most uh, exhilarating thing in the world when you're just uh, kind of flowing before, of course, the parachute is pulled. It's weird that you get strapped to, do, uh, to a dude the first time, which, yeah. I mean, you probably should. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do it solo. I'd take, yeah, I'd take being strapped to anybody that knew what they were doing. Sure. But I understand what you're saying. It's surprising to me that you haven't done, done it, Chris. Like somehow throughout <sighs> no, your years no, at the radio station. I, I accidentally almost did it once and it, I, it must be almost 20 okay. years ago. How? Ikea. Okay. The Ikea that was, do you remember when there was the Ikea that got built? Uh, between the two sections of Calgary Trail and Gateway Boulevard. The, the one that's Mike. still there. No, it's not Ikea anymore. I think there's been about nine different things there since. But that's where Ikea originally was. Okay. Like, okay, so it was between Calgary Trail on the White Mud there. And uh, so I went up. I uh, wasn't doing the mornings then. I was doing, like, some shift. And somehow they talked me into going up with a group of skydivers that were going to dive down the grand opening day. And they were going to dive down and land in the parking lot. So they say to me, they say, uh, you're going to come with. And I'm like, you're just going to do cut-ins on the cell phone from, you know, they're, they're about to dive. You like can see the them plane. jumping down. Right, in the plane. I'm like, hey, no problem. So we go to the uh, the downtown airport, and I get there, and the first thing they do is hand me a parachute. And I said, no, you're misunderstanding. I said, I'm not actually jumping from the plane. I'm just the radio guy that's going to be doing phone-in cut-ins while they jump. And they said, oh, no, I understand that, he says. But the way this airplane is built, it's just a big, wide-open area in the back, and there's not a lot of room, and there's not really room for you to hang on. So he says, I'm going to be honest with you, there's a very good chance when they all jump out, you're going to get sucked out of the plane too. Like in the movies. Uh-huh. Come on. Honestly. And I'm like, what? And again, I was young and I was just like, whatever, I'll do anything. I'm like, Did you tell your wife this? No, I just I just put on the parachute, I listened to the instruction and when we, when they opened up that window and those four guys got out, that fifth guy was really, really hanging on to make sure I didn't. I was like clawing like a cat on the side. There was nowhere to really hang on. And I could feel myself being pulled out of that No, plane. you could I swear I could. And there was no tandem jumping or nothing. Like, seriously. But you get sucked out all by yourself? Uh-huh. Like a big old boulder. And, and right away I'd be like, you know what? I wasn't paying attention. What do I got to pull here? Like, seriously. But anyway, long story short, I did not you get made sucked it. out. But it was like the scariest, almost sucking out experience of my life. So you, will you ever do that again? No. No, if that makes any Coward. sense. Yeah, exactly. It's a uh, we're looking for your story. Six fifty seven. Chris, Jack, and Matt on Kissing Country one hundred three point nine.
Chris, Jack, and Matt present the PAB, the podcast after the broadcast. Enjoy a condensed version of the show from Kissing Country 103.9. Uh, talking again about uh, bucket list things that anti-bucket list things that you've done and you'll never do again. And there seems to be a theme here, Kevin, about parachuting. I don't know if we ever told you and Karen when we did our one and only skydive that uh, I was falling out of the airplane and the guy taps me on the shoulder and says, uh, don't be alarmed, but watch where our chute goes. And I'm saying, what are you talking about? And he had let our original chute go and we were on the emergency chute. Uh-oh. Like that was the first and only time we ever went. Yeah. Like, talk about a little bit scary. And it flew down past Terre and... She said to the guy, what's going on? And he said, oh, somebody mustn't like the color of their chute. What? Good yeah. on them for keeping it light. Yeah. I hate this pink chute. <laughs> We're going to go with blue. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, you know, when you, I think you consider yourself lucky when they, they use the backup chute and you go, okay, we're not going to do this again. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. once is good enough. Yeah. Here's an idea. Just don't let me know about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, I would have been fine not knowing. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Jack, and Matt. With Action Furnace, home of the fixed right or it's free guarantee. On Kissing Country 103.9. Big a deal. We're talking about anti bucket list things, things that you uh, have done that you wished you wouldn't have. Somebody just texted and said basically uh, a zip lining in Costa Rica was something they got talked into. And uh, there you go. They really enjoyed the rest of the zip lining, but uh, apparently uh, they were a big, big fan initially. So zip lining is, yeah. And it, it, sometimes in these foreign countries, you start questioning the safety of things. Well, yeah, like some guy not wearing a helmet, he's got his flip flops on the platform, he's strapping in, and you're like, about this. Sign the waiver. Sign the waiver. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Yvonne, you've got a story about something you would never do again. I just got back from a two-week vacation in PEI, which was wonderful. Yes. We have family there, but I had never been on a lobster boat, so they said, oh, you know, we'll take her out. She's going to love it. It's, the waters are great, blah, blah, blah. Didn't tell us it was what they call landing day, which is the day they bring in 400 heavy lobster traps full of lobsters. So they were being brought in, and my boyfriend's helping because he's used to it with his family. None of them had life jackets on. Right. We get out of the harbor where it's nice and hot and safe. The waves are coming up over the nose of the boat. Uh Uh-oh. They're not worried about it. I'm freaking out, and I'm going, okay, are are we going back in soon? Yeah, as soon as as the boat's full. I'm like, okay, well, it's not nearly full. Well, we've got to go in a few more miles. All I'm thinking, I'm seeing perfect storm happening. (laughs) I'm like, we're going to go down. This is where I die. Yes, yes. I don't even get to eat one, but I'm going to die. So, yeah, never again. But uh, the lobster fishermen themselves weren't too panicked, so you know you were okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I would not not trust them. I know what you're saying. You think they'd mix in a life jacket? I guess once you... (laughs) I asked where they were, and, and the captain goes, oh, they're right there underneath the nose of the boat. I'm like, you mean I have to go... Under the boat. Yeah. The life jacket. And by the time he said that, it, you had eight of them on. <laughs> I, oh, trust me, if I could have unglued my hands from the, from the holder, I would have. Chris, Jack, and Matt. On Kiss in Country 103.9. At this point, uh, tomorrow we will have had Justin Sorensen, our buddy from the Edmonton Eskimos, in. Uh, they had a, a bye week, and uh, it sounded like it all went well. They're 2-0. and oh, They're getting ready, fine-tuning their game for their big game against the Ottawa 
uh, Red Blacks, uh, the Grey Cup champions, the team that actually beat us last year in the Eastern Final to go on to win the Grey Cup. We were happy they beat the Calgary Stampeders, no doubt about that. But there'd be a little bit of revenge on the field on Friday night with that giant 50-50 jackpot and so many other great things going on. Well, uh, you are the inside man when it comes to the Eskimos, Chris. Mm. Uh, how much do you think yeah. it's going to get up to? The jackpot? Yeah. 50-50? Well, it's, it's kind of like, you know, a, a big jackpot just makes it bigger and bigger. What do you think? 350 grand, maybe? 300,000 dollars? I think we might touch the 400,000 dollar mark. But that would be, and that, that again, that's the jackpot, the take home jackpot, which means it would have to be 800,000 dollars. That's Oof. a lot of money. I, man, that's a lot of money. We'll see. Anyway, it could be record breaking. The bottom line is eight o'clock kickoff. We're going to give you a chance to win tickets right now uh, as we play a little game called what is your talent? What is that one talent that you have? If you were forced to do something and entertain people or people go, wow, that's amazing. When you watch America's Got Talent, sometimes, you know, it's, it's not the, you know, it's kind of an obscure thing, but it's, it, it's entertaining in its own way. For example. Well, look at, uh, the guy who, from Edmonton, or the Canadians that were on there, like the, the guy who, the, the human pincushion, he was like hitting nails in his nose and oh, he was yeah. hanging himself off of hooks and yeah. stuff. Could you do that? Mm, certainly couldn't. All right. How about this? I'll get my didge. He's got a didgeridoo again. It's a Australian. There we go. <laughs> See. It's harder than it looks. <laughs> it sounds. It's terrible. There's not a whole. There's not a whole lot going on there. <laughs> There, now he's got the sound. You know what? I, and the reason we bring about it up this morning is because the Eskimos are doing something fun for not this game, but their next home game on the 28th of July, where uh, actually somebody is going to get showcased and do the halftime show for them, somebody with talent in Edmonton. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a band. Of course, bands and people like that can enter. If you're like just this unbelievable singer, I'm thinking about like Martin Kerr, that uh, fantastic oh, singer that started as a busker here in the city. I mean, maybe there's somebody like that that enters. You've got until 5 o'clock on Sunday. Sunday to do just that. Go to the S website at kissinfm or at s.com, that is. And, and to our uh, Twitter, too. We have the link up there as well. All right. But right now, we're just wondering is if something you can do. I can play my ears. Like, play them. Well, it's, it's not a really good radio Shut thing. Just do it. I'll do it visual, like maybe on Instagram. I can't. I got to take off my glasses, but I don't, you won't be able to hear it, I don't think. But basically, I've got my hands over my ears. Describe what's going on, Matt. He's cupping his ears, and then he's going to, like, looks like he's hurting himself. You can kind of hear a squeak. It's the, it's the suction of They're his hands behind. to his ears. One time I saw David Letterman do stupid human tricks, and somebody did it, and I wondered, I wonder if I could do that too, and I could. So anyway, but it, that wouldn't be something that would carry a whole halftime show, I'm thinking. Just playing no, my that ears. Attitude. No, I'll be introducing that person. What is your trick, talent, whatever it is? Call us now. We're going to randomly give somebody four tickets to see the Eskimos. It's really that simple. Uh, oh, to give you guys a laugh, everyone tells me my talent says Rebecca is sleeping. I can sleep anywhere, anytime. That is a talent, and I envy you for that. Our friend Jack here, who... Yeah. Uh, she's like a like a battery powered human. Yeah. You just pull the battery out and then she shuts down. Doesn't matter where she is, she just kind of like powers off. All right, the phones are ringing. We'd love to hear from you this morning. What is your talent? These guys run without a filter. Chris, Jack, and Matt with Action Furnace, home of the fixed right or it's free guarantee on Kissing Country 103.9. Uh, Yeg's got talent. The Eskimos are doing this fun thing where they're looking for people, and it could be any kind of a thing, right? It, it they say the sky's the limit. When Don't pigeonhole yourself. Yeah, you got talent. You don't have to be a singer, although Rachel said, uh, my not-so-hidden talent is singing. My hidden talent is making my mom cry every single time I sing on stage. Um, now, again, I'm assuming that's a positive thing. Sometimes mom could cry when you sing, but it's a 
you know, the opposite of that. Much like onions, it brings tears to your yeah. eyes, but not in Rachel's case. And we're looking for uh, those kind of stories this morning. What is your uh, hidden talent? Uh, dance. Oh, Terry can cut a mean rug. Yeah. But you're an East Coaster. All East Coasters can dance, right? Well, that's because they bring in the fiddles and the guitars and just about every event. And what about the moonshine? No, I'm not telling anybody about that. They all want some. There you go. There you go. But the moonshine certainly does help the dance, I'm assuming. Anyway, it certainly does with me. Uh, all right, now, Jeremy, what's your talent? My, my friend here I'm, I'm with at work right now, he does a really good uh, Shrek impersonation. Oh, he does, eh? Hey? Yeah. Okay, you gonna put him on the line? Yeah, I'll pass the phone over to him now. Uh, where do you work, by the way? Uh, we work for Saskatchewan County. Okay, awesome. Turf development. All right. Okay, I'll pass it over to him. All right. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yep. Get out of my phone. <laughs> 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 Shrek, is that you? Mike Myers is in the on the phone. I, I know it's pretty good, right? All right. Try. Hand, hand, hand the phone back to him just for one quick second. <laughs> yep. Go ahead. Go. Can you do a little more? That'll do, Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stop the phones. We have a winner. <laughs> Wake up with Chris, Jack, and Matt on Kissing Country 103.9. Chris, Jack, and Matt present the PAB, the podcast after the broadcast. Enjoy a condensed version of the show from Kissing Country 103.9. Hey, we got to do this. <laughs> I know this is Matt's favorite part of the show, so I some redneck news. thought we would do it. It's a little delayed today, but here you go. Um, drinking and driving is never, ever, ever funny, but, you know, some people you just can't fix stupid. For example, a Lu- Louisiana woman was arrested for drunk driving when she drove to the police station and tried to bail out her friend who just an hour earlier had been arrested for drunk driving. That's right. According to police, they pulled over a car full of drunks, nothing better than a car full of drunks on Saturday night. They arrested the driver for DUI. Well, the car was secured in a parking lot, and the passengers were all sent home in a cab. But about an hour later, one of them returned to the lot to pick up her friends in her own car. Schmammered. So there you go. I've heard this before. The woman was still drunk when she arrived. Officers placed her under arrest. Yes. You know how I heard this story? Huh? I did it on Monday. No! <laughs> There's a couple of rednecks getting their wires crossed. <laughs> there you go. That's what happened. Uh, did you do it in the 8 o'clock hour? No. Okay, that's good news. Anyway, there you go. Yeah, I wasn't on the show Monday, but there you go. It's such a great story. We had to do it twice for you. There it is. Who did it better? You did. No, I think you, you did. did. I think you did. No, no you, you, Chris. you did. You did it better. There it is. It's your Redneck News. Chris, Jack, and Matt. Powered by Action Furnace. Home of the fixed right or it's free guarantee. On Kissing Country 103.9. Um, here's the deal. Matt is getting married in a few months, and you guys are so far ahead of uh, what I think is the the curve. You got most everything all laid out here. Where's when, your curve? That's when, I want to know. Well, when I say you, I mean I just I find that you say you pretty much got everything put to bed. When you say you got everything put to bed, Sam's got everything put to bed. The wedding wedding planner came yesterday. Yep. And the reason why I bring this up this morning is I uh, there's this new trend going on, and I want to find out if you maybe are going to jump on this curve, my friend. It's a uh, grooms are now wearing makeup on their wedding day. Makeup artists are reporting that men are spending hundreds of dollars getting made up for their big day. One makeup artist actually had a groom in his uh, party of five come in for facials, manicures, pedicures, tattoo coverage, foundation, powder on their necks and faces, ringing up a bill for $1,500. It's believed that the uh, trend is being fueled by what else? Social media guys want to look their best on Instagram, even if it means throwing on some eyeliner after putting on the tux. You put a bow on a turd, it's still a turd. 
Okay. That's my theory. Uh huh. So, like, there's no point in me putting on makeup. Well, I if I have a giant zit, yeah. I might put a little cover up on. The problem is, my, my, my groomsmen will just. Bless me. My groomsmen will just rip into me if I put makeup on. Well, that's on. what I wonder, right? Like, like I, I, I just couldn't do uh, it. I, I just wonder, right? Uh, you know, there's been times in the last little while as we now work with our, our good friends at Global Edmonton and we've been doing more television stuff that all of a sudden, uh, uh, they're, they're putting makeup on you. And I'm like, I, whatever, do whatever it takes to try to cover up my giant white, like, shining forehead. Do well, whatever. It's the one thing you don't, like, guys, when you put on makeup, yeah. and we put on makeup, like you mentioned. Yeah. The, she said a good point. It's like, I, lo- I thought I looked like powder from that movie. Yes. Like my face was so white. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, because your face is always red. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's supposed to look white. Yeah. We're trying to make it look natural. All right. So uh, we're wondering this morning, is there somebody in your world that is putting makeup on as a groom? Uh, 780-421-1039 or text us at 1039-39. Matt, you say this is probably not going to happen in your case. And, unless I have a big zit or a blemish okay, or a scar or a cut. Okay, my daughter. Bailey on the side has this uh, this kind of oh this is what this is all about drumming up business for Bailey trying to figure out a way to pay for the school that she went to Marvell <laughs> College or wherever it was I'm just thinking Matt you know what she could uh, make she could make you look beautiful on your wedding day I don't know it's just a groom how much does she charge I don't know it's just uh, she'll give you a deal family discount it's Chris sheet prices I'm out <laughs> family discount seven eight zero four two one one three nine or Texas one three nine three nine apparently it's just brand new but do you know a, a, a groom or that's actually getting getting the makeup done for their big day. Wake up with Chris, Jack, and Matt on Kissing Country 103.9. One, we're talking about not necessarily groomzillas, but you know, the groom now getting a little more attention and maybe getting some makeup and stuff done. We're asking if uh, you know anybody in your world that does that. A texter says, oh boys, let the bride be the prettiest. Jeez, can't the bride be the prettiest? I think you agree with me, Chris. Yeah. That no amount of makeup yeah. is going to make that not happen. Yeah, no, I agree. The bride, there's nothing more beautiful than a blushing bride, really, right? Honestly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when my husband went for haircuts as a texture before our wedding, he also got his brows waxed and a manicure. Definitely no makeup, though. Uh, speaking of the brows, so the very first time that I got my haircut and they went in without asking to trim my brows with the scissors, that got me, it caught me off guard. And I'm thinking, well, that makes complete sense because I actually have more eyebrow hair than hair hair. You got the caterpillars. Do you, do you, do you <laughs> Levy's rocking them, hey, bud? <laughs> but the very first time, and now I'm like, just go for it. Go in the ears, too, whatever you need to do. Clean just find the, a hair, clean it up. Clean her up. You got hair, you know, and, and really, you're not doing a whole lot of work on the top, so you can make up for it in other places. You want to get your money's worth. You're paying 60 bucks for a haircut. Exactly. Hunter Jim says that when it comes to uh, wearing makeup as a guy, he says, if I was asked to wear makeup at a wedding, it'd be an awesome, no, another fishing day, no wedding for me to worry about. So there you go. I think Hunter Jim basically says that he wouldn't go for it. Don't you dare touch me with that makeup brush. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, what do you think? Uh, makeup for grooms. Apparently, it's starting to happen. And again, I think it is the Instagram pictures and things like that are taking it to the next level. Well, I think more the bride probably wants the groom to look good, right? Yeah. Well, or do they? Like normally, the ladies want to again. You want the guy to look like duh. I think that that's the theory. Why sometimes, not always, but sometimes they choose really ugly bridesmaid dresses so the brides or the bridesmaids don't look nearly as nice as them. That's right? why we did it. Yeah. <laughs> really? I'm just kidding. All right. Anyway. I hope. <laughs> this is where the action is. Chris, Jack, and Matt. 
with Action Furnace, home of the fixed right or it's free guarantee. On Kissing Country 103.9. Well, not going to be a great lawn chair lazy day. Well, maybe kind of in the middle of the day. We get showers this morning and a chance of thunder showers in the afternoon. In the meantime, it'll be about 23, 24 degrees, getting really hot for tomorrow and Friday and Saturday. Uh, things are looking absolutely fantastic. If you're certainly into the heat, uh, hopefully the weather will be nice enough for the folks that are building, the thousands that are volunteering at Habitat for Humanity, heading over there as soon as the show is over. And I get an, a really cool opportunity to actually spend some one-on-one time with uh, President Jimmy Carter, uh, again, the man, the, the, the Carter Build Project is happening right now. It's the reason why 150 homes, including 75 in the Edmonton area, are being built here. And uh, what an amazing man. Like, seriously, him and his wife, they've been married 71 years now. Uh, he's 92, but he wants everybody to know he's be, be 93 in October. And he's still out there with a hammer, both him and his wife, and a saw and building and doing all this. Counting payments, speaking for these people. Unbelievable. Pretty incredible dude. Unbelievable. So I get a chance to do some one-on-one with him and uh, certainly an inspiration for not just uh, the regular folk, but certainly politicians everywhere to aspire because he's a next-level human being. Just ask Garth Brooks about that. That's why Garth and Tricia follow him around and do this kind of stuff. So we'll be uh, down there talking to him, and who knows who else we might talk to by the time the, sh- the uh, day is over. But uh, thank you to everybody that's working so hard down there. We really do uh, certainly appreciate that. Uh, we're talking about uh, Miss, oh, well, not Miss Piggy. We got on that subject because of Kermit. Kermit's voice has changed. Uh, it's going to be changing after 27 years. So we were asking people if they can do any uh, impressions. What's your best uh, impression, cartoon impression? Ooh, ooh, I do a good pros- old yeah, prospector. Yeah, I do the old prospector again. That I'd be more worried about coyotes if I was you. Oh, they're just over my brewing. See, that is good. That's good. And the facial stuff, If you, again, I can only see it, but it, you're nailing that as well. Jeremy is on the line. And, Jeremy, what's going on there as far as impressions go? My, my friend here, I'm, I'm with at work right now, he does a really good uh, Shrek impersonation. Oh, he does, eh? Yeah. Okay, you gonna put him on the line? Yeah, I'll pass the phone over to him now. Uh, where do you work, by the way? Uh, we work for Saskatchewan County. Okay, awesome. Turf development. All right. Okay, I'll pass it over to him. All right. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yep. Get out of my salon. Shrek, is that you? Mike Myers is in the on the phone. I, I know it's pretty good, right? All right. Try. Can I, hand, the, hand the phone back to him just for one quick second. <laughs> yep. Go ahead. Go, can you do a little more? That'll do, Donkey. <laughs> Wake up with Chris, Jack, and Matt on Kissing Country 103.9.